Welcome to a new episode of These Go to Eleven. Let's turn it up. Hey everybody, welcome back to These Go to Eleven, an unchurchy conversation about everyday faith. Please make sure you like, subscribe, and review on your favorite podcast platform. This not only helps us to get our content out there, but also helps us to find out what you, our faithful listeners, think. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to These Go to Eleven. Once again, I'm Nathan Bell. Joining me as always, Greg Dutcher. Greg, what's going on, man? I'm feeling very bonus episode-ish. That's right. That's a good feeling, man. That's right. We're getting we've, extra content out there. We are. This is our second bonus episode that we've done yeah. so far. The first one was with uh, Zach Bartles and Nathan Bartleball talking yeah. about Christmas movies. That was fun. That was good. Uh, we still need to get together and do our review of Violent Night. I know, man. I really want to do that. I do, too. While Next it's Christmas. still somewhat fresh. We'll, well definitely have it for next that's Christmas. a year that's a yearly one for yeah, me i think yeah, yeah. Uh, i'll definitely watch that again that was uh that was good anyway um we are pivoting uh in what we are talking about uh well obviously we're not talking about christmas but we are talking about another holiday in the christian calendar that is uh the number one holiday uh for us and that is easter and Greg, you have written a uh, devotional, 40-day devotional, called All for Love, Daily Reflections on the Heart of Jesus. Yes. I, I didn't write it, dude. Did I tell you? It was chat GPT. <laughs> oh, wait. Did you not want me to say that, dude? I, I'm not supposed to admit that we had a chat. No, I did not have chat GPT do this um, because... Um, I know it wasn't that yeah. because I came in here on several occasions when you were trying to write these. Yes, yes. Um, so, yes, this is 100% grade A Greg Dutcher written. Which is scary, um, dude. Uh, but, no, I it enjoyed it, dude. It was... Yeah. Um, I thought I told you I was going to have a little more time yes. than I thought when we started talking about the turnaround time from the publisher, et cetera. I thought, uh, yeah. And I went away in early January right. to Wilkes to do a, a writer's residency, ironically. Thought I would have, well, it's a writer's residency. I'll have every night in my hotel room. Um, I did not. Yeah, the I course was, was such that you were writing every night for the course. For the course, yeah. And man, when I came back and lost those eight or nine days, I thought I gotta, I gotta make hay while right. the sun is shining, right? So, uh, but it was, it was enjoyable to do. I love, um, always love sort of the preparation for Easter. Yeah, getting ready. You and I have talked about that before. There, there are some good materials out there that that get your heart and mind ready uh for Easter season. Oh, you know, yeah. we we've talked about before John Piper's 50 reasons why Christ came That's to die. That's what I was just going to name, dude. It's um, a it's just such succinct, clear. Yeah. And each one is a scripture about why Jesus came. Yeah. You know. And it is. It's I mean just wonderful. I mean, I think everyone out there and I think one of the things that I'm appreciating more and more about CFC is we are trying to get um our content into our people's hands. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and I do think that's important because as much as there's a lot of content out there, um, 
we we've talked about this before. This is the 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 flock that you are in charge of yeah. that that God has placed you over, and so. Um, you know, knowing your people and uh, the things that they'll respond to, I think, um, is important. And obviously, that doesn't mean that if you uh, have never visited us, visited us here, that uh, you wouldn't get something from this. Um, looking forward to uh, diving in. The books actually just got here, yeah. And so I'm looking forward to to diving into this and uh, seeing seeing what you did, Greg. And you're going to read for us a little bit later. Yeah, yeah, I'll read one. One of these, uh, I'll try to pick a less sleepy, well, no, hopefully, uh, 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 one that is helpful yes. and gives a little taste of what, what the book is intending to do. Talk to us first of how you can get this, because oh, yeah. I think I think that's uh, you know going to be one of the number one questions is how do I order this? And we will put all of we will put all the links for this um, in the description of the uh, of the podcast, so that Great. way you guys can just click on the link and get right to it. But Greg, tell us where people can go to get this. Well, we're recording this dude on the fourteenth of February. Yes, uh, isn't it Valentine's? Uh, we just did another <laughs> one before this. Uh, so this is going to go out before the nineteenth of February, I'm assuming. Yeah, which is well, Sunday or well, whatever. We're we're going to drop it probably in the next few days here, yeah. so it'll be before the weekend. Yeah, um, because in church, this is classic Matt Smith who loves events. Yes. Does anybody know if you're in our church or know about Matt? Matt loves events. Yes. And he does a great job with events. Yes, he does. Uh, Matt is sort of a very event driven guy. Not just to have an event for the sake of an event. There's always a purpose. It's always to move the needle forward of our mission, of what we're trying to be and do as a church. So this is similar. Um, We're going to have a bunch of them available in church. This is a little awkward for me, dude, because Matt has ordered a cake with the cover of the book on the cake, like a screenshot cover. So there's a chance to eat the book, (laughs) which is very prophetic. That's a whole other thing. Right. Um, And there's also a chance to get a copy. So one of the most basic ways we're going to have these available at CFC. Uh, yes. They, they cost $7, which is essentially to to cover the cost of the book and to put a little bit more back into this fund because we there are future projects we're discussing right. now. Right, yeah, absolutely. We, we would like to continue to do. Um, but uh, – Another great way to get them at that same price is if you go to ChristFC.org, our church website. If you search on the main page, you'll find a little blurb. You'll see the orange-colored book, All for Love, and you can click on that. It'll take you to it, or if you wanted to go to it directly, it's ChristFC.org backslash All for Love, Uh, just like that, A-L-L-F-O-R, love, Uh, and uh, you can get them that way. But in this day and age, dude, they'll be available at Amazon. Yeah. There'll be a Kindle version that releases yep. on February 19th uh, and uh, a paperback version. And, okay, don't hold me to this. Stephen Smith, who's been kind of the design guy behind this, told me, I think you can get a hardback version through Amazon. Oh, the, okay. the, the way Amazon works now, dude, it's, it's print on demand. Yeah. So they don't really have to have a supply. Okay. So you pay more because you can have them printed right away. Um, so I have not seen that. That's what he told me. If I'm wrong on that, just scratch this from your memory <laughs> right. for all time. Or you can just tell us we were wrong and, you know. Yeah, we'll, and we'll say, good, we were wrong. Right. <laughs> 
Our wives tell us that every day anyway. <laughs> we already know that. They have to put up with our sorry selves. That's right. So they would, would know that. But um, And I, the other thing I could say, dude, is I, I one regret I have, I wish we'd gotten a little thing in there at the beginning because this is designed, as you said, to cover the 40 days before Easter. Yes. In yeah. some traditions, that's called Lent. Yep. So you could think of it as a Lenten devotional. We don't really use that right. here, um, that term, and maybe some of the associations of penance, et cetera, we, we could quibble and debate. But the idea of preparing for yeah. Easter, which is what Lent is intended to do, I think is a great practice. Yep. So this year, with Easter in 2023 falling on the 9th, the design of the book is that Devotion number 40 is Easter Sunday. I gotcha. Okay. So if you count backwards from yes. that, and I've confirmed this, I think now, you would start this devotion in the year 2023 on March 1st. Okay. Maybe we should have put a little page in there, hey, here's Easter for the next five years, Yeah. Um, the dates. But I think people can figure that out. Yeah. Uh, just count back 40 days, including Easter Sunday yeah. is day 40, and you'll know each where year to where to start. Yeah. yeah. No, and that's that's fair. One of one of the things that I think is great is uh, you and Matt Smith have been friends for a very long time. Yeah, um, he wrote the foreword for this. I'm just I'm going to read a small portion of this. Oh, it was um, cool because I I do think that it it embodies um, the devotional itself, and then we're going to get into specifically what you cover in the devotional sure. and, and in general overview. But um, this is part of Matt's. Uh, forward. Greg's unique and profound writing style, which is deeply rooted in scripture, allows everyone, no matter who they are on their faith journey, to journey with him in beholding the grace, wonder, and majesty of God's love for us in Jesus Christ. Um, that is the whole purpose and mission of our church, to help people experience a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so um, I agree 100%. I know this is not your first book. I actually own all three. And we, ah. were, we were joking earlier yeah. um, about them propping up a table at my house. Yes. Um, yes. That is actually not the case. <laughs> um, Dude, my kids tell me if you put all those little books together, it almost equals one. Well, now book. you've got four, four, and so maybe it does now. <laughs> it might, I might have one legitimate book now for um, these small little books I've written. No, but as you know, Greg, I used one of those books in my classroom years ago and yes. taught from it. So yes. um, it, your insights are good, and I, I want to talk about uh, where is the angle that you took with this book? Because yeah. every, every book has an angle. Of course. And yep. so where is the angle that you took? Uh, thank you, Nathan. It does. Um, one of the things I say, I wrote just a very short introduction to kind of say what the pur purpose mm -hmm. of it was. Uh, number one is a little more practical, technical. Uh, this is not a, um, and I don't mean this in any negative way. I, I think it's a good thing to have devotions that are a little more work focused, yeah. where you might uh, look up a passage, you might answer one or two reflection questions. There's nothing like that. Yeah, These are straight up the old-fashioned word was meditations. Yes. These are meditations on certain scriptures and the concepts that flow from those scriptures um, for us to ponder. Mm -hmm. I think of it like the uh, how Mary's described in Luke's gospel, yeah. and, you know, with the the Christmas story. But Mary pondered these things in her heart, you know. So if you think of the tea bag, mm -hmm. it seeps. Yeah, it seeps in the cup, right in the water. It seeps, and you're you're taking it in, and change is happening as a result. 
So uh, I say there in the introduction that, you know, um, uh, and, and earlier, it's still with us at CFC, uh, we've, we've tried to be very clear and intentional with our language of what we're trying to do yep. as a church, how people outside of these walls would see what we're trying to do, how people inside. But the idea of beholding Christ, yes, which has always yeah. been uh, something with CFC from the beginning. You know, when Paul boils down how we change, 2 Corinthians 3.18, uh, it's pretty astounding verse. He, he It gives us essentially almost, for lack of a better word, the secret of yeah. change. We're changed from glory to glory, that incremental baby-stepping yep. change, by beholding him. Yeah. So specifically in this book, Nathan, I wanted to consider how Christ lived in the shadow of the cross, mm-hmm. I believe his whole life, and what that means practically as we see Jesus, I think, really making regular resolutions. We see yeah. it in his behavior. We see it when we we get a glimpse of his interior heart. When yeah. Matthew tells us when he saw the people, he saw them as a sheep without a yeah. shepherd. He's yeah. moved with compassion. Luke 7, the widow at Nain, he sees her. Uh, but I'm also really focusing on what he knew awaited him. Yeah. And if we let that interpret or help us interpret so many common gospel passages, hey, think of this passage in light of what he knew was awaiting him. Yeah. That's yeah. how I would describe this devotion, yeah. you know, and and all for love, obviously. Right. What motivated him. And I try to define there's love for his father. Yes. There's love for us. And there's no contradiction between those loves. Yes. Because the father loves us. Right. Uh, and his love for the Father to fulfill his mission, his love for us, our need, yes. really try to highlight that. Oh, that's great. Now, Greg, did you did you follow one primary book in uh, of the Gospels, or is this taken from uh, different perspectives in the different Gospels? Yeah, no, I used all four. Mm-hmm. I used all four. Actually, what I did, because I wanted it to somewhat approximate um, a, a chronology. Yeah. And you, you and I both know this, dude, since you've taught New Testament studies for years yourself. A, a, a precise chronology is difficult. Right. Uh, because you get the impression pretty quickly when you compare them. I'm not sure sequential chronology was right. their motivating right. uh, force. <laughs> so uh, I basically, dude, sat with an ESV harmony of the Gospels mm-hmm. and looked for consensus and thought, okay, actually the first two devotions are from Jesus' childhood. Really, yeah. one is a Christmas story. The first one is called Why Christmas Still Matters. Yeah. Um, you know, to kind of see from the very beginning these echoes of what was awaiting him, we see it associated with Christmas. I could have done multiple ones on that, but yeah. there's a Christmas devotional that'll be coming too eventually too, so I got to save yeah, some yeah, of that. Yeah. Um, and then the second one, day two, is about Jesus' experience in the temple oh, okay, um, yeah. as a 12-year-old yeah. teaching the teachers uh, and Joseph and Mary looking for him. And from that point on, I'm really in the Gospels. Yes. Uh, when we get to Palm Sunday, which would be day 33, yeah. um, each day I kind of followed, okay, here's what happened Palm Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, yes. Wednesday, Thursday, yeah. obviously Friday. And you know the Saturday of that Easter weekend, it ends with a devotion um, on Easter Sunday. That's day forty. Okay. So uh, yeah, that's that's how it's structured. 
You know, that yeah. way there's some sense that we are taking a journey together. And the the road to Jerusalem, day 21, yeah. is when I chose. That's the second half of the book. I start in Luke 9 okay. with Jesus setting his face like flint to go to Jerusalem. Yeah. And everything in the last half is very Jerusalem-focused. But it's mentioned before that. Yeah. So that we sort of have this overall idea yeah. that, that is not, I don't think, mine. It's Scripture, what yes. it's showing us yes. about what's in front of Jesus yeah. and that he's doing this all for love. Yeah. No, that's, uh, that's uh, wonderful. I think one of the things that... Um, I'd like to do, Greg, uh, if you uh, are agreeable to it, um, if you could read oh, one sure. of those devotionals for us, because um, it'll, it'll give our listeners a little bit of a taste of uh, what's there, um, but also uh, just a sense of, uh, you know, what you're talking about in, in considering uh, all the things that Christ is going through in light of the cross. Um, so just go ahead and let us know, uh, you know, what, what day you're considering and, you know, all the good, all the good stuff. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Let me pick one here, dude, because honestly, you think I'd have this prepared. (laughs) Um, and, uh, I really didn't, but here's one from, uh, John, this is day 19. Um, the text is, uh, so this devotion is the bread from heaven. John 6, 32 and 33, uh, which says, Jesus then said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but my Father gives you uh, the true bread from heaven, for the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. So I write, It is not every day that a dirt parking lot is transformed into a full-service Panera. Jesus has just turned a midnight snack into a feast that could feed over 5,000 people. So important is this miracle that all four gospel writers include it in their stories. Yet only John tells us how Jesus pivots from the miracle to the meaning. The Savior did not come to earth to secure a cooking show on the Food Network. He comes to satisfy our real hunger. It was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. The crowds know that God has a track record of feeding his starving people with bread from the sky. Thousands of years earlier, the Israelites scarfed up all the manna they could eat. Jesus wants his contemporaries, however, not to fall prey to revisionist history. It is God, not Moses, who sends the bread from above. And today is a greater day than Moses could ever dream. Jesus is the true bread that comes down from heaven. The miracle bread of the past is just a preview of the future presentation. The former bread is eaten, digested, then expelled. The true bread is eaten and becomes the sustenance of eternal life itself. Jesus is not naive. He knows that the crowds are not particularly interested in his sermon. He understands physical hunger is an almost perfect incentive for a return crowd. He could grow the masses at his feet exponentially by repeating the miracle of food multiplication every day. In just a few weeks, he could have the entire population of Israel setting up camp every night for a chance to catch a glimpse of him at the next bread bowl. But what would happen? The people would eat, be happy, come back, eat again, be happy, come back, eat again, and one day they would die. Jesus loves us too much to be fixated on our temporal needs only. He knows that we are meant to live forever and we have no hope without the true bread. The people lining up for today's lunch in the wilderness are motivated by the rumbling in their bellies. Jesus wants them to pay attention to a deeper gnawing. 
It comes upon us at different times. It occasionally haunts us at night when we can't sleep. We envision the future and wonder what happens when we die. This rumbling surfaces when we try to figure out why so many relationships in our lives are broken. It emerges when we find it harder to say I'm sorry to the person we've hurt than it is to speak a foreign language. Deep down, we know that something is wrong with us. Something is wrong in us. The most unloving thing Jesus could do is fill our stomachs while leaving our souls empty. Thank God he has come to save us completely. And I should have said, dude, each day has a prayer, just a short prayer I wrote, if it helps kind of take these thoughts. And it says, Dear God, my true hunger is always with me. I deceive myself chasing satisfaction in temporal things. Thank you that your son loved me too much to endorse my short-sighted vision. I praise you that he is the true bread for my hungry soul. Thank you for giving him to me so freely. Mm. So that's just one yeah. devotion. Again, to think about yeah. that passage, what does that mean at that point in Christ's life? What sure. is he doing? What's he teaching us? What's he showing us about our need? And what's motivating him? Is it fair to say, I mean, obviously, you know, we're not doing an instructional guide to meditative readings, but I think no. it's fair to say that this isn't something you want to just kind of sit down and and rush through, right? Yeah. This is something that you you want to read through, I, maybe even read it a, a couple times. Sure, and, sure. you know, really take a few moments to contemplate what's being said here, right? You don't want to just, uh, well, I've got, uh, you know, I've got three, five minutes, you know, before yep. work, so let me just do this. And, yep, I did my devotional for the day, and now it's time to go. Like, yeah. you intend this, as you said, to, to really as Mary cherished the things in her yeah. heart and pondered those things, like this is really meant for us to to sit with and reflect and digest a little bit. Yes, I, dude, that's perfectly stated. Um, and, you know, I, I picked one there that because there's so many of these in there that are going to be very cross-focused. Yes. Just even something like that, why does John give us... Because, you know, the the feeding of the 5,000 is in all four Gospels. Yes. And it's hard to find things that are in all four. Yeah. John's usually the outlier. Yep. Occasionally, it's one of the other three, but usually John. And this one, John has it, but he also is the only one who gives us the follow-up sermon. Yes. So there's something that John himself, in the chronicling of, of Jesus' story, says, I want to park here. Yes. And, you know, again, we learn that at the end of John's book. Matthew could have written more. Mark and Luke could have, right. too. So they're making choices. Yep. Their very choices, I think, suggest suggest personal reflection, Yes. meditation. I'm going to include this. Yes. Because there's something for us to see here about Jesus. Yes. What he's telling us about ourselves, what, what he's telling us about why he came. Yep. And what's motivating him. So, yeah. And to go along with this, um, you are in a series in Mark right now, which yeah. um, obviously is about Christ. So if uh, anyone wants to check that out, uh, not only to get the book, can you go to ChristFC.org and find the book there, but you can also find uh, the ser- sermon series that we're working through yeah. in the book of Mark as well, which yep. I think um, also will tie in nicely to um, who Christ is, his mission, his purpose, yeah. and and give people a taste of that particular writer. Yeah. Mark is a writer. What is his goal? And you do a, a great job at pointing us to his intent. It's it's all action-packed, right? It's He's going from here to here to here to here to here. Mark doesn't take a moment to give you a breath yes. um, in his book. And so 
um, you know, check out ChristFC.org, the sermon series in Mark, but then also um, pick up All for Love, Daily Reflections on the Heart of Jesus Yes, while you're there. And dude, I, we didn't talk about this, but I'm going to bring up, are, are we going to have our first, can we make this our first official little promotion? Yeah. Uh, obviously the book itself, which we're really just trying to get into people's hands to, to help prepare for Easter yeah. and make it meaningful. Um, we're giving away two copies. We are giving away two copies. Two copies, and as I understand it, Nathan, right, we're obviously, when people write reviews, yes, actually good or bad. Good or bad, yeah. We'd rather have good, right? but we don't want anybody to lie. Right. If you have been a listener of this podcast, you're one of the folks that downloads it each week, you know, each week you're listening on your way to work, or you're breaking it up through the week, and you haven't reviewed it. Yes. Uh, if you review it, where, Nathan, do we suggest? Um, uh, really, anywhere that you listen to it. So you could go to iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, yep. uh, anywhere that you, you listen to this podcast. You are going to take some time to comb um, you know, those reviews. Yep. And, uh, I mean, it, we're going to give away two copies. So if only two people write a review, they're going to they get, get the it. book. Yeah. If if six people write a review, yeah, then we're going to. Um, well, I have a randomized system that perfect. I do. Um, I actually have to. Uh, I, I have to do a lot of randomizing with part of my job at work, yes. and so I've kind of worked out a little system of randomizing things, and yep. so. Um, you will be placed into uh, Mr. Bell's special randomizer. Nice. And uh, we will, if you win, get a copy of that. And uh, we will make sure that when you um, leave a review, yeah. you also email us with your name and address. Thank you. So that we can make sure that we get that to you. So uh, these go to 11, all spelled out, 15. So that's the number 15 at gmail.com. These go to 11, all spelled out, then the number 15 at gmail.com. So you leave a review, email us letting us know that you left the review, and then uh, you're, give us your name and address, and then we will be able to go ahead and um, we'll do the drawing. Uh, let's uh, say, let, let's give people, what do you think, Greg? Uh, this drops, the yep. book drops on the on 19th. The 19th. Yep. We'd like to get it people to people before March first. Yeah, so uh, so why don't we go ahead? We will give everyone until uh, February. Uh, what do you think? Twenty fourth. Yeah, February twenty fourth. I like that. That's yeah. a good date. Good solid date. Yeah. So this podcast uh, will probably drop around the I don't know sixteenth, seventeenth, yeah. eighteenth. Yeah. So we're giving people a solid week to yeah. know this, and that's about all that's needed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then we will. Um, See how we're kind of figuring this out as we go. That's right. We used to do these all the time. <laughs> we're a little out of practice. But, yeah, it's just a fun way to get a uh, book into some people's hands. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, our reviews are important because right. they raise the profile higher right. in the podcast world, good or bad, I've learned. And we do know that our sound um, is being worked on. Uh, please, please know that that is on uh, the front of our minds uh, so if you put that as a review, yes, we know we are working on it. I promise you, by the time we get to March, we will have not only, uh, and I can, I, I will personally guarantee this, not only will we have the sound figured out by the time we get to March, but it is my goal over spring break in April to go back and rework the sound on our podcast nice. to, to get those cleaned up and fixed up so that you can hear them. 
that's great, dude. Yeah, thank you for your patience. We are making little baby steps each day. Yes, um, but review all. Uh, review these. Go to eleven. Win a copy of All for Love. You have until February twenty uh, fourth yep. of twenty twenty three. Just in case you're listening to this in twenty twenty seven. Exactly. Um, and we will go ahead and do that. Uh, Greg, this has uh, been great. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time to read that for us. Oh, Until the next time, pleasure. my friend, we just rock the Casbah. Thank you again for listening to these Go to 11, an unchurchy conversation about everyday faith. Once again, please make sure you like, subscribe, and review on your favorite podcast platform. And if you ever find yourself in the Forest Hill, Maryland area, please feel free to stop by at 135 Industry Lane, and you can get all of our service times and information at ChristFC.org. These go to 11.